0: The rain is falling here in L.A., and so are the tears on tonight's episode of The Crown After Show, where we'll be talking about the Aberfan tragedy and which couple is celebrating their anniversary apart. You don't want to miss it. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hello everybody, welcome to the Crown After Show on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Sahai Wilson and I am your host tonight, where we will be talking about the Aberfan tragedy, episode 3, and we have some news and gossip for you, our special segment Talking in the Tweets. And we have some other exciting information for you that you don't want to miss. But first, let me introduce you to my lovely co-host. Hello. Hi, Taron. Hi,
1: everybody. It's (laughs) Taron.
0: Taron is our resident historian and a comedian, and I like to call him an entertainer extraordinaire. And
1: I'm also just simply brilliant. Here's the thing about me, what I like the most about me. Not only am I, like, extremely educated and, and smart... And s- most people say brilliant, but I'm also really humble, which I oh, really like about myself. Yeah, so. which
0: we normally don't see that humble side. But why? What, tell me, what makes you keep doing this show? The Crown? Yeah. You. Oh, st-
1: Being, co-hosting with you is just...
0: Stop it. We've been doing this for three seasons now. This is
1: my thing. I mean, it's my (laughs) jam, you know? I say hi to say hi.
0: You know, thank you, Taran. I appreciate that. I keep coming back for you, too. Yeah, right. And again, my name is Sahai Wilson. I am your host tonight. I am a producer and host here at TV and lover of all things British and royal family. So, um, first, let's get into the overall thoughts tonight? What were your overall thoughts of Aberfan?
1: Well, actually, it was a very good episode, and I think that not enough credit is given to the costume design and the set design for The Crown. Of course, we are very aware of the actors on the the show, simply because so many of them are award-winning actors. We all know them, and they are acclaimed. However, the set design, just to get the Buckingham Palace and the subtle nuances of of royalty down, and of course the costumes, having the dress be as similar to the dress of the period of the time, as well as the the outfits that were worn by the the actual historic period people uh, that is recreated in from photographs that's not an easy task to go about getting this scene down especially in this episode we saw what would probably a paramount to the most special effects we've seen in one single episode of the crown simply because it's not a sci-fi action adventure type show the avalanche was very real those children, getting all those children in place, getting them all to react in such a way. I, I mean, it was. Amazing, glorious, and and yet heartbreaking all at the same time. So kudos to all of them.
0: Yeah, it was this episode was super sad, um, especially I could feel the pain of the parents in this episode. Yes, and we'll talk about um, one of the actors who actually could really identify with that. So basically, this episode is called Aberfan after a Welsh city in which they had this tragic mining accident where some mining waste from from the coal mines. Um, it basically exploded and ended up killing over 116 people, like 116 It's people.
1: 144 people died, 116 children, 28 adults. adults. Yeah. Uh, many of the minors were buried. I mean, we had people from the village below who basically this avalanche just crushed their half of their, their town.
0: Right, and children were buried alive in Buried school, alive. Dying. Next to their friends, so it, it
1: happened around, I believe nine nine fifteen a.m., and it was just a catastrophe at that time, especially uh, of epic proportion. Wales is 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 part of the U.K. It's part of the United Kingdom. It's a right. joint to main London uh, on that coast, but they have their own culture, uh, the Welsh culture. They they consider themselves Celtic. It's part of that whole Ireland, Scotland, and then Wales. And you know, geographically speaking, and also politically speaking, it's always been on the outskirts of the United Kingdom. So this was a major catastrophe. But when you
0: look at the map, at an epic time,
1: and it's yeah, it's it's right there. They're right there. It's like an hour flight away. Sure. And
0: um, it's it's England is to the east, and the Irish Sea is to the north and west, and the Bristol Channel is to the south. It's right there. Yeah. So here it is. There's this huge tragedy, and when it happens. Everyone, you know, the people who were in Wales were immediately affected, but the royal family uh, was not. And Prime Minister Wilson, he knew that this was going to become an issue. And so he was already on high alert. Um, He had to use the Queen's plane. He asked to use the Queen's plane to get there. Again, we see him needing her help, which, you know, I I see a reoccurring thing. Last week he needed her help with the issue with uh, Johnson, and now he needs her help to help resolve this tragedy. Um, 300,000 cubic yards of cold was in this mining tip, which is five times over the 20 feet tall limit that they were supposed to. The limit was supposed to be 20 feet tall, and it was five times over Sure, that. it
1: was in 100 feet easily. Right. It was built over, if I remember correctly, there is a, there, there's a, a, a reservoir of water, like fresh yes, water right under it. Reservoir. So, because it was on this, and They had brought this up several times. And in fact, a very interesting uh, piece of information is one of the heads of the mine said, and it, it could have been very damning testimony during the investigation, which took a long time. Right, And it's actually the investigation, and this is very interesting as well, is that the investigation into this coal mine, which was a big, big thing, is actually how Margaret Thatcher... Made her bones. Basically, this is what made Margaret Thatcher a household name because she was the opposition. Uh, and and investigating, and she was very hard nosed.
0: Interesting, and more information came out after, like thirty years later, sure. about this that will reveal. yeah.
1: Well, that's part of the testimony. So some of the testimony came out where uh, they were afraid to tell anyone about the mine right. because they didn't want to close the mine because it would affect the village economically. So that's so much. what I wanted
0: to ask you: is that is that why Wilson was immediately concerned because he was worried about the finances of the of the the, the country with them already being in debt, or was he? He worried about it becoming um, an issue for locally.
1: So there's a lot of concern here. Here we look at a world that's changing. Mm-hmm. We're looking at a world that's changing and we see that is actually the theme. And, and uh, say hi, you brought up that uh, Wilson is asking the queen for help. Yeah. I don't think that's exactly the case. The, the queen is being asked to have some. Role.
0: well in the beginning, like when it first happened he was like I but it
1: wasn't it wasn't help us and I couldn't get there another way the the concept of asking for her plane was more so to involve her look the queen is helping actually Prime Minister Wilson, who as we saw in this episode, the Queen thought was the person who was going against. Her, Because that had primarily kind of been his role growing in that labor party, which is, if you know, the base of the labor party. It's the the people's party is the way they build it. The concept was that Harold Wilson was actually on the queen's side, understood the reason that they needed the crown as a figurehead. And a lot of people in his party did not. And they didn't agree. And so he's trying to involve the queen and say the Queen is also helpful. He does not need the Queen. Later
0: on, yes. But in the beginning, when it first happened and no one knew how bad it was, I think he just needed to get there quickly and he knew her flight could allow him to do that. He wasn't going to fly commercial I I think
1: that historically speaking, that he was just trying to involve the Queen.
0: I don't know. Maybe he... I don't know if he was looking at it. The way the show played it, he was more definitely asking for her help later on as the severity of the matter occurred. So what we're talking about is that basically...
1: But that's actually why her her uh servant that came in yeah. was like unless you need it yourself your majesty right. was insist that, that was what Wilson's plan was to this is the way to ask her because she can't he can't tell her to do something. Right. So that's why he used her plane. That was the whole point of okay. why that was brought up.
0: Okay. Well we see in the beginning everyone's kind of lax about the subject. She she just writes a statement that she well, she doesn't even write it, she just no. reads a statement. Sure. there there is a statement written for her. Yes. Um the gentleman who is supposed to be uh like the head of the coal commission is out being honored at a university, and even the advisors for Wilson are like, I mean, why do you think this is going to be political? And he says, everything is political, Andrew. Because
1: the world is changing. So this isn't Wales. They're like, oh, it's Wales. And yet this is a very dangerous time. We have these movements, where especially in Ireland and Scotland, where they want to possibly separate. And then, of course, we see, I believe in 1997, Wales decided to establish their own government as well, which this is a rising reason is we do not feel that Great Britain, we don't feel that England is as concerned about the rest of us or that we fit in or we're a part of this. And there's that resentment in some way.
0: Yeah, and we see this play a role. I think this incident is what forced the queen's hand to then show people in her her the the countries that she kind of rules over how much she does care like she can't just be a figurehead she has to be a little bit more involved so this uh, this incident happens the 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 tragedy happens the kids get buried people die and every there's mass chaos um and then Jeffrey Morgan from the Coal Board and George Thomas, Minister of Wales, they want to blame the rainfall. But the locals had said, look, we told you already about this, um, that there was a spring under the tip for years prior. So the locals had been warning them. Um. And they also asked for financial assistance um, since they were out of work, and they wanted the National Coal Board to take responsibility. And they
1: wanted criminal charges to be brought up, which was part of the investigation. No criminal charges were brought up. And in fact, that was a big deal is because none of the board members, no one resigned. Everyone kept their posts. In fact, a couple people were promoted during this time. Shady. And people were very upset, and rightfully so.
0: Well, I did learn that families um, bereaved in the Aberfan disaster uh, were initially offered only 50 pounds. Compensation by the National Coal Board, and it was also then they ended up paying out a total of one hundred sixty thousand um, pounds, which was five hundred dollars for e- five hundred pounds for each child. Can you imagine? That's it. Your child dies. Your you know someone you you gave birth to for nine months dies. You'll never see your child. Ever again. And they're like, here, here's $500. Yes,
1: we can imagine because in the United States, very frequently until recently, a lot of lawsuits would be brought up by unarmed black children who were killed by police officers. And the settlements would be very minimal, non-existent, to be honest. So a lot of people always think, oh, well, they get millions of dollars. No, no, they do not. Not So a lot of times when you go against the state, the state, especially when they absolve themselves of responsibility, this is what happens. Yeah, no
0: one wants to take the blame um, in this situation as well. The locals want to blame the Labor Party, like you were saying, and the figure, figureheads say the Labor Party wasn't even in power when the tip was built in 1957. And they want Wilson to do something about it. Their view is that if the Labor Party uh, pays the price for the trage- tragedy, then the Tories get to make, take it, take political, uh, m- make t- Sorry, let me get my words together. The Tories make political capital from it, um, and they would downplay the incident. Uh, Wilson's, Wilson's advisor, Marsha, says that they've been waiting 13 years. The, the Labor Party's been waiting 13 years to get to this point, so they don't want to have this tragedy blamed on them when it wasn't their fault. So we have this tug-of-war. Tug of yeah,
1: Wilson then. says it in the show. He's Whenever a tragedy happens, the villagers throw stones at the leaders. It doesn't matter who's in power. Right and that was a very a very poignant principle in this in this episode is that the queen just was non-involved
0: for a long time for until, a long time yeah. and we
1: see like for example when you see the tragedy of 9/11 in the United States whether you like president bush or did not like president bush the immediate action that took place right after was very politically charged and motivated and actually led specifically to his reelection mm-hmm. and that's why when Wilson says everything's political this is a changing time Vietnam the cases in the United States had shown that it made politics progressive there was no more just the guy who's in power stays in power right we saw an ever-changing world where where politics became more of The people's opinions.
0: Yeah. And what needed to happen in this case was they needed to hear from the queen and see that she was affected by this tragedy. But in her, we see a lack of response. And that's one of the things with when we watch the crown, there's always this like political impact. And then there's like a personal impact. So in this episode, the political impact is like who's who's going to take the blame for these these deaths. Um, But you know who I don't want to take the blame? The people who don't get a chance to watch our amazing AfterBuzz shows. Can you tell us why?
1: No. No, I can't. <laughs> you, if you're watching the show, it's because you know we love the show. You love the show. You are all as much, if not more so, a part of this panel than all of us here. We appreciate you. We appreciate your comments, your theories, your ideas, your knowledge. You, you, you educate us all the time. And most of all, we appreciate your subscribes, likes, and shares. So make sure to subscribe, like, and share. Spread the word. Share the love. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us that five stars we so greatly deserve. We are the world's best. Crown After Show. That's not my opinion. That's all of yours. So thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk.
0: Thank you so much, and shout out to everyone that commented on our last episode: Lisa Wiley, I'm Dancing Forever, Hal Crow Johnson, Diamond Lil, JT, JD 5 and Thumper E23. You even had a fan in the comments. I always have fans on. Oh comments. my goodness! It be. That's my how it goodness. just should be all the time. I don't know. We're also in the live chat, so if you have any opinions about tonight's episode. Let us know, please. So, so getting back into the episode, my buddy
1: Jackson's in the booth, by the way. Jackson, how are you doing, Jackson?
0: Hey, so, um, Elizabeth and the elites basically had a a lack of response, like I said. She initially just didn't think that this was important enough for her to, to actually go to the site itself. So, first, uh Her, You see, even her sister was coming home from a party, and Tony's leaving. Caroline's
1: birthday. That's important. (laughs) Right.
0: And then Tony's leaving to go. I thought Tony was just rushing to get, like, good photos. What do you think prompted Tony to go?
1: Well, this was a disaster on—it was a very— Tony is—remember, he's a people person. Mm -hmm. He's not part of this royal family. He was thrust into it. Right. Very Princess Diana.
0: Yeah, he he's he's there, but he's he's more than that.
1: Even though, once again, Princess Diana was also very well off, but not 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 royalty.
0: But not too, too exactly. To uh, a, she was able to understand that hey, my even though I have this this all this access, I could I need to share it and use sure, it. Exactly,
1: and, and Tony was going for his own self. This is curiosity. He wasn't going as a, a representative, of the royal family. He was going there. He did take pictures. There are a lot of pictures that he has photographs of uh and he also went there as an observer
0: yeah that's i was surprised i thought he was just going to take some pictures so he can make money off of them just like for his own notoriety initially but to see how affected he was when he called um margaret and told her to kiss the children first of all i was like oh i forgot they had kids i knew they did but you just you know we never we haven't seen them um yet and that was interesting to to see how affected he was then philip goes Still, the Queen has not gone, but Philip... Goes.
1: Also, before we move on from that, the publicity aspect of it, mm-hmm. that was actually something that drew drove the, the locals furious because it became a media hailstorm. It became very paparazzi. It did get a lot of attention, and they were very rude about things. They were... Uh, telling children to cry, to think of their friends, and then taking pictures just oh, to wow. just to get that teary-eyed child on the front front page, telling telling minors that it, cover themselves with dirt and coal so when they take the picture it could look like this and giving them a, a shilling or two. Right. It, it was it was actually Amedia done in, in poor taste, and wow. a lot of people were very upset at that.
0: Um, it takes Elizabeth over a week to go. And then when she does, her biggest regret, yeah, her biggest regret to the point where she continues to to visit. She does. She actually often. is a
1: big, a big ceremony. And once again in 1997, then, I mean, she goes very often, almost yearly.
0: And stay tuned for our special segment um, where we'll show you some tweets and photos of what it looks like today. So, um, do you think Elizabeth didn't go? immediately because she was scared of seeing something so horrific you know she's lived a very sheltered life or was she scared of being blamed for it
1: well when you look at the show the show almost played it as if elizabeth was afraid to go if you use the word afraid because she does not have the empathy that she felt would be necessary and she didn't want people to see that She does not want to put on the show. That's not what the Crown does. Also, remember, she is part of a royalty in which they did not do this. They did not visit sites of disasters. That is the old way of doing things. Her father would never have gone. She didn't want to go. That's not the way the world she came from would have worked. However, in the world we have now, we see presidents, for example, the United States, do visit sites of natural disasters, do visit sites of unfortunate events, mass shootings, for example. They do speak on these things. That was not something that was done in the old way of doing things. And so because of that, it took Elizabeth, not only was she not, she was unempathetic, felt in a way as if her sympathy was not enough, but also stuck to regime and ritual, which was the custom is for her not to go, which is why uh, the elder was like, oh, why would she go? That's not the question. Right. And yet you see the younger servant, that's the clash of generations. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, unless you want to go and then the elder was like, no, why would she go? Right. Why, she would never go. Why would you? Even the statement seemed like it was too much.
0: When she did go and she visited the school, she visited the graveyard site, and then she visited the home of of, of the families, When the man said, here's a letter from the remaining children of fan, I was like, oh, that's when the tears started rolling for, for me. you because it not it, for
1: Elizabeth. No, not Nothing. for Elizabeth.
0: But for me, because I was like, that's when it, that statement there made me realize, OK, so many children have been lost where they can they have to use the term the remaining children. And then that little girl, she was a survivor. Can you think about it? You're like in elementary school and you're under a desk with rubble all over you. Like, that's crazy. Well, they
1: they've done a lot of A lot of psychological evaluation of people there that was part of the uh, investigation and instances of PTSD have remained uh, severely high for groups of people that were there and affected and also survivor's remorse where – they were they felt guilty for surviving that has been a huge concern
0: Well one of the things that i read is that um, for the people they shot in Aberfan apparently and they used extras that were there during that time and they prior to shooting they had like a town hall meeting to let to let people talk about it and then they also offered them counseling so which they had never received after can you imagine what 30 something years and never really kind of being able to talk openly about this it was, oh, sorry, really a sad thing. So. Yes,
1: yes, I'm a, I'm a young black male in America. I can imagine <laughs> what it's like to <laughs> but have you've never been PTSD and never talk about
0: rubble. it. Rubble, like that's... No, no, I say. haven't. It's,
1: it's, a, it's a horrible situation. Yeah. It was a horrible situation, It was unimaginable and especially in the modern day. Of course, we know like Pompeii. Right. And things like this. Oh, the, but it doesn't happen now.
0: Right. We feel a couple of tremors here in L.A. and we're like freaking out. Oh, you the know? big
1: one did happen. So it's just, it's it's unimaginable. Whenever whenever things like this happen, that's when we feel the most human. Definitely. And the most helpless and the most frustrated. And, and that's something Elizabeth also felt, but didn't know how to express.
0: Definitely. Um, We then move on to... One of the things that, before we talk about Elizabeth's emotions, is that I want to speak about the way she reacted to Wilson. Because when Marsha, his... uh, Private secretary decided that she or somebody on their team was going to throw Elizabeth under the bus and say, Hey, uh, we've been hearing that she doesn't want to go. We've asked her several times and she keeps saying no, um, deliberately p- pointing the finger at her. You know, Marsha, when she spoke up to Wilson and put him in his place, I was like, wow. So y- we see a strong woman here. And then you have Elizabeth who also checked Wilson again for throwing her under the bus. So we had Wilson getting beat up by like the two most, two very strong women. In his life and it showed me that you know everyone has to we have these strong female characters that everyone has to to kind of listen to I mean I know Elizabeth has her advisors but at the at some there are a lot of decisions that have to go through her so I was like I, I appreciate that that's one of the things I love about the show Do you reminds have, me of you oh uh, stop you with the
1: putting cum. me in Check for nothing. <laughs> something I didn't even do. I didn't even do it.
0: Yeah, you're yeah, just yelling yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we have. Let's talk about Elizabeth's absence of emotion. Sure. Um, at the end, we see that Elizabeth comes to. T- she's visited the, the the site, and she is now affected. Um, and she's blaming herself. She's beating herself up for not going sooner. She, she, we do see her have this remorse. Um, she says she didn't cry when her parents wept when they visited hospitals after the Blitz. She didn't cry when her grandmother died. She didn't cry when her first child was born. And that really spoke to her personality. My theory is that this is a woman who, at a young age, was told, you are av- eventually going to have to be queen. And I think at that moment is when her innocence died. She knew she can't be a child anymore. She can't be running outside and playing like everyone else, even like her younger sister. She now has a huge responsibility on her. And therefore, you can't just be out here being emotional all the time. you got to be tough. So that's why I think she responded this way to this incident. What are your thoughts?
1: She's a sociopath. (laughs) No. Have some emotions.
0: Well then, Her- have some
1: emotions, B word. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, Harold. Said, Cry. Your boy Harold also said he said don't beat yourself up. He we saw a different side of Harold here because here we've been thinking he's this man of the people, but really Harold said he prefers a cigars to a pipe, but he he sm- smokes one in front of his you know people to make them think that he's one of them. He prefers wild salmon to canned salmon, and he prefers brandy to beer. So he says uh, no one needs... He's his- never
1: worked a day in his life, a manual job in his life. He said that. He's also of an elite, and most aristocrats and politicians are. right, Regardless, most of the time they are. Let's be very frank about
0: that. But did the people not know this? Like,
1: It's not about what people know. It's about what people see, and that's a main game about politics. Politics is what differentiates us from animals it's the game we've created to play and that's a lot of british philosophy politics Mm. is a huge part of this and so he is explaining to elizabeth that this is the game we play regardless i understand this is off the record okay well let me explain this is who i am but i know better and i do this
0: yeah and he said he says to her, don't blame yourself, which, again, we see him softening towards her. I think in each episode we see these two getting closer and closer. It's, and, and, and it surprises me because in the beginning, I didn't think that they were uh, going to be this friendly this quickly. Um, he says no one needs hysteria from a head of state. And that made her feel a little bit better. But then we saw that one tear go down her face.
1: But who's she feeling bad for? The country her position or herself.
0: I think for after seeing those children, it, I think it was uh, a, a it had different levels to it. She, as a mother, was crying, and she uh, she felt bad that she didn't respond sooner. And I think she also felt vulnerable that here she could be under attack by people who were supposed to be helping her at any time.
1: I, I think she regrets not going sooner because of. The position it put her in, it it created a lot of criticism in the country regarding Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And she regrets it because she understands the validity. Now, does she feel that emotion? That single tear could have represented every single piece of trauma she's ever had, and all it took was a tear, and she's good with it. I don't know.
0: It could have also reminded her of of the deaths that she's experienced in her life, like losing her dad, which was a huge one for her. You never know what it what it brought up. So I I think just everyone sometimes says she's so Maybe cold. she saw
1: the end of Forrest Gump. I mean, <laughs> I was, like when Jenny passed <laughs> then the kid, there's the kid? Why is there a kid? How did they get a kid? I can't, I Why? can't. Why?
0: <laughs> so overall, um, you know, 144 people died in the disaster. 116 were children, mostly between the ages of 7 and 10. Um... And 109 of the children died inside the Pant Glass Junior School.
1: Yes. A- and the worst part is they died inhaling the dust because they can tell because there's dirt in their lungs. It's just a horrible oh situation to die that way. is just unimaginable.
0: And at the end of the episode, you'll see that n- not responding sooner has been one of Elizabeth's biggest <laughs> regrets. And she has returned to Aberfan more than any other member of the royal family. Yeah. So, well, on that note, let's get into our uh, special segment. I called it something else earlier, but I I like to call it the Tweets are talking. (laughs) So there was an art insurance. We know a thing or
1: two. We do. We We do do know a thing or two about these tweets.
0: So the Tweets are talking is our segment where we we hit up the Twitter. The Twitter to see what people are saying about the episode. So, under the Aberfan hashtag, I found just Cass who says people saying Olivia Coleman leaving them in the co- in the cold. In hashtag The Crown, her portrayal of Queen Elizabeth II during this period is spot on. Elizabeth was cold during these years. If you were not mesmerized by her performance in Aberfan episode, you don't know world class acting.
1: That's great.
0: Next one. Rachel Ballard says, "I'm ashamed to say until today, when I watched the Crown, i hadn't heard of this tragedy now it's all I can think about. It was an incredible episode, and I'm now compelled to visit this town to pay my respects I mean i hadn't heard of it either, so I was pretty surprised. Wait well. till
1: you hear about uh New Orleans you mean
0: <laughs> Katrina
1: yeah I mean if, <laughs> I mean if we're compelled to start visiting natural disasters i mean if i I'm being very honest, we should know about." A lot of them. They, but, they happen, unfortunately, and we sometimes we come together as a country and sometimes we just don't pay attention.
0: Well, I think that's I'm sure in Wales, they probably teach kids about this, but not here in the U.S. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Well, speaking of someone who um, also was affected by this, Rachel says uh, at just Jason Watkins, who plays. Prime Minister Wilson just watched your scene straight after the Aberfan disaster in the Crown Netflix so incredibly moving and an ama- and an amazing tribute to the victims lots of love and always remembering your Maud now that uh led me to figure find out who Maud was first of all Jason responded to her tweet mm-hmm. and Jason said um, let's go back to that tweet from Jason Watkins before we go to the article. From Rachel? Um, no, Jason Watkins. Jason Watkins, he said, thank you so much, Rachel. Was very fortunate to be able to share that story, Aberfan, And yes, remembering my daughter at the same time. Some scenes so difficult for cast and crew and SAs, most of whom had direct um, connections to the dra- tragedy. So Jason Watkins, who plays Prime Minister Wilson, he lost a daughter um after she died in at the age of two in a uh, she had um passed away from sepsis and she died on new year's new year's day 2011 they had taken her to the doctor several times when she showed symptoms and they kept on saying oh here's some antibiotics and then eventually their his other daughter his oldest daughter found her and they said we can't wake up i can't wake maude up and she um passed away so he, he as an actor, can you imagine him knowing the how it feels to lose a child and then having to act in this this episode? It must have been hard for him. So that is uh, very sad. So then it
1: is very sad. It's it's horrible. It's yeah. horrific. It, it must suck. I feel like Queen Elizabeth right now, but I can understand.
0: <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. And our last tweet for our. Uh, Se- segment is, it was so powerful to watch episode three of The Crown tonight. I'm from Neath, half hour away from Aberfan, and the tragedy is still so raw there. Uh This is from Sarah Penny. She says, I took this a few months ago. The victims rest pe- peacefully on a hill overlooking the town. Never forget. And we have a photo that she um tweeted of what it looks like today. Isn't that a little haunting? Just seeing all those those those. Tombstones. tombstones and grave sites of of knowing that there's children there. It's just it's a beautiful space, but it's also very sad and haunting. Yeah,
1: it's um, it's very difficult to look at. It also makes me realize tombstones look like they cost a lot. They <laughs> just. I'm not. I, I well, now I need a nice tombstone. It made me wonder no, if the, no.
0: the if the government ended up like making them nicer after a while. You know, maybe they put something there in the beginning and then after a couple of years changed them. But um, so that is our special segment. The tweaks are talking. Now we'll get into some news and gossip. So, happy anniversary, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, who got married today on November 20th, 1947. The Queen is 93 and Prince Philip is 98. And there's a People.com article where Netflix joked, no spoilers, for the crown on Queen and Prince Philip's 72nd wedding anniversary. Basically, they're saying, oh, don't tell anybody what happens to this couple that they'll be married for 72 years when on the show, you know, we're just in like the middle of, of their, their relationship. So I thought that was cute. So, so we see um, Marie Claire tweeted out uh, on their Instagram. They had some pictures from the wedding and, um, and uh, you see the Queen and Prince Philip uh, on their wedding day where she's looking young and youthful, and here they are uh, more settled into their marriage, and here's a picture of them currently. Yeah,
1: the one before this, they were about to get it in. It's oh, so nice. hopefully. That, that's, where,
0: that's how they got the four kids. Yeah, that's how Charles came about. But Megan um, Markle and Prince Harry said, Happy anniversary to Her Majesty the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh. On this day, 72 years ago, they were married at Westminster Abbey. Many congratulations, and that was on the Sussex. Royal Instagram account. And then Kate Middleton and Prince William said, wishing Her Majesty and the Queen wishing her majesty the queen and his royal highness the duke of edinburgh a very happy 72nd wedding anniversary you would
1: think they would tweet something like you have like you're english you have these poets it should have been like <laughs> your 72nd anniversary <laughs> reminds me of a bow on a tree in the middle of the moon in no. the light in the pearls well listen, in the water in the ocean mm-mm-mm. in the sunlight
0: the same l- hardcore elizabeth we saw in the aberfan uh episode is the same elizabeth 72 you know years into her marriage later the couple didn't even spend their anniversary together Philip is at Sandingrum Norfolk about 110 miles from London where he's where the Queen is based as part of her working, working week and the monarch has his duties she has her duties in London and Philip who's retired from royal duty he retired in August 2017 he's been resting at the Estates Wood, estate's wood Farm so well
1: he is 98 congratulations to both of them for having such good health insurance, let's just be honest.
0: Uh, right there,
1: like ninety-two and ninety-eight, they, they,
0: they're They may make it to a hundred.
1: A hundred? What are they, vampires?
0: <laughs> I was like, do they have some kind of special serum that we don't have? Like, what's going on? Them so. and
1: Betty White. What's yes. going? I mean, just.
0: <laughs> and Cicely Tyson. She's uh. got the the youth uh, fountain of youth as well. Uh, the Queen. What she did for her anniversary was like she's a working woman, so she spent some of, went to a strip club. N- n- yes, no. it was
1: actually a- excellent. <laughs> We're reporting it here first. The Queen Elizabeth went to a strip club for her 92nd uh, birthday and anniversary, and she was making it rain. Except it hurt the strippers because pounds are coins. Okay. And she's, okay.
0: Yes, that that's she did that after she held audiences with the ambassadors of the Republic of Suriname and the Kurgs Republic. I think that's how you pronounce you it. Gotta love the Kurgs. Yeah. So. um... That is it for our episode tonight. Um, One of my final thoughts of this episode that it's, you know, when we're watching a television show, it's easy to be far removed from what we're seeing from viewing from the outside in. And sometimes we become numb to these natural disasters. But we have to remember that like the characters that we watched, you know, mothers lost their children, sisters lost their brothers and entire families were lost. So, um, you know, be kind to each other and just be nice. Yeah, so Tehran, we're gonna have you on our next episode. But where can people keep up with you? Where can they find,
1: find you? me? And I am Tehran all across the board, and of course hosting and paneling on a slew of other AfterBuzz after shows because all of your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows too.
0: And catch us next time on The Crown. And if you've missed any of our other episodes, you know, go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check them out. I am your host Sahai Wilson, and you can find me at SayHiSahai. We look forward to having you again on The Crown After Show right here on after Buzz TV.